Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to a podcast to save the world. For today's episode, we have Ken returning to help give some male perspective on some relationship questions that some of our listeners have asked us. On the docket tonight, we have, why do men like bad women? Do men care about the imperfections on a woman's body? And how to date again casually after serious relationships? After which, we ask Ken some questions from the internet, have some fun. Once again, thanks for listening. And enjoy the show. All right, so I'm here with uh, Ken. Hello. Um, and we're going to tackle a couple of questions from a guy's perspective. Um, the first question, who did this come from? Hold on. Oh, this this question this question uh, came from E. That's what I'll say. Okay. Um, and she asks, or this person asks, <laughs> this person asks, uh, why do men like women who treat them like crap? Why do men stay and take it for so long? Well, <clears throat> maybe most men that do end up in these relationships might not even know they are even entering one of these relationships. Uh, I can only speak from personal experience because uh, I fell into one of those traps myself. Because <laughs> uh, I, I, she didn't treat me like crap in the beginning, obviously. It was more of like a, it was, you know, it was great. But over time, um, there was just a level of manipulation that just kept layering and layering that I didn't realize. I was desensitized to it, you know? Um, and then I guess why I would stay for so long is because, well, one, I didn't really fully realize it. I'm, I'm sure I, you know, I saw signs of it, but I was like, yeah, whatever, it's not a big deal. I'm in it, you know, I'm married. We're, we've been together for so long. Right, uh, right. I'm not going to jump ship, which is because of a few waves. Exactly. Yeah. So it was more of like, well, maybe we could just work on those. And it's not that big of a deal. It's not worth rocking the boat. You know, um, the positives in my mind at the time outweighed the many, many negatives that I wasn't fully accounting for. Sure. So it's almost like a brainwashing effect where something might annoy you, but you don't really like throw up arms like all right i'm over this you know it's more like eh, it wasn't that bad I, i'm fine you know whatever i'm not thinking about it but if you take all of those little things and just put it in a list and then you realize like oh shit this is this is some fucked up shit you know <laughs> uh yeah i've the- noticed like <laughs> another thing that helps is like because just men in general we don't really talk about our shit mm-hmm. very exactly, much that to too. anybody you that's know, another whatever. part of it or aspect to it <laughs> But so like when when the day of reckoning finally comes and you do kind of spill to your buddy or whoever it is and you start listening and, and, and hearing everything out loud. Yeah, you take an inventory. Yeah, it's and like, you're like 25 percent in and you're starting to feel embarrassed. Like, oh, yep. my God, like I'm hearing this. That's exactly how I everything felt. out loud. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I did 100 uh, it, percent. It's not even 
I mean, if you enter the into like a sadist relationship, that's just on you. You know what I mean? It's not like <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that's right, a preference. Right. It's not a. It's not a. You know. Uh, but yeah, if her license plate says "I love cucks," then <laughs> yeah. you know. Step on my balls, you know. <laughs> right. Wear stilettos, you know. What? So in 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 the in the, I don't know how deep you want to get into it, but was there like a like an aha moment or a breaking point or just or, or an event that happened or a talk you had with somebody or something where you're just like oh this isn't sustainable at all um or like how, how, how did you get to that point where you realized the cons outweighed the pros um she didn't give me a choice because she left <laughs> so 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 that was basically it was basically when that it wasn't like Atlas holding up the world and it crushed you. It was more like Atlas was holding an anaconda and it fucking jumped ship. Yeah. It was hard because I remember, I, I remember, you know, as your friend in college and seeing things. Yeah. Um, and then other of your friends, you know, they would say stuff like, but as your friend, as your friends, you, you, it, it wouldn't do any good to be like, uh, by the way, we think this is toxic. That's bad. She shouldn't be doing this or saying that. And that's kind of ridiculous because you wouldn't have listened. And of course, and right. why would you have? You know what I mean? We would just look like asshole bad guys. And so it's this weird role as a friend of like, I I can't. I, you, we have to watch this, unfortunately, play out a little bit. Yeah. Because, if I, because if I step in too early, I'm going to look like a, a dick. You know, I'm, I'm going to be the bad guy of the story. Um and well, there was a point where I, I was giving you information towards the very end, and you're like, no, that's not right. It was at the barbecue? Um, it was when you came back from, I think, Washington, and one of our other friends had just split with his wife, and I was in the process of us separating, but there was, like, circumstances to the separation, and I was mm. explaining it to you, like, it's a good thing, but it really wasn't. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh you foolish fools foolish fools <laughs> um yeah so, so but i mean so you would say the answer to the question is kind of like it's almost like an ignorance is bliss kind of thing oh absolutely that, that's why guys stay it was an ignorance is bliss and then like i said just the layering of manipulation was so finely like weaved it, it wasn't immediately apparent to me um but, and also maybe not even to outside perspectives because you don't see it all at one time. You might see one incidence one month and then like three months later, everything's, you know, peachy and fine until something else kind of pops up. And you might be taking inventory of that, but I'm not. Yeah, you're not connecting the dots because you're in the middle of it. Right. Yeah. What about the guys who... So, so that's one scenario where it's like the reason why you're still in it is because you don't know any better but what about the guys who are in it and they they are aware of what's happening they know it's bad and they do know better but they stay anyway i could say mm, maybe some people i know uh either they have um circumstances that it's beneficial to be to stay like maybe ownership of a home or multiple properties or whatever just it's just a inconvenience if you did separate or you have children, something like a huge investment that mm -hmm. it makes more sense to be a partner than in a relationship. So you kind of just stick it out. 
Um, I can't say that for everybody. I, cause I, I mean, that wasn't my intent. My, my whole thing was just, I didn't know. Yeah. Um, but for people that do understand it, I mean, that's maybe, I don't know. I, I, I guess that would be just huge investments of life that they're so interconnected that it makes sense to just kind of tough out or they feel they can tolerate it. Like it's tolerable to them. So they just stick it out. And maybe they don't feel that they could find anybody better or that they deserve anybody better. I think that's the third. So to me, the, in my head, there, there were three. And <laughs> the first one was what you said. And the second one is, uh, you, I mean, you mentioned all three, basically. The one is, uh, yeah, like you just, you don't realize it's <laughs> it's just this slow cancer that, you know, has just been seeping up your arm <laughs> for like, months and months and years and then all of a sudden oh what's this shit in my throat right <laughs> um nano machines um uh and the other one is, is um where yeah i mean especially manipulative um and this the question is specifically why do guys stay in it not why women so right. i'll answer just from a guy's perspective um is that uh yeah your self-worth does get attacked and just just mangled and obliterated over the course of time to where you do think like well yes this sucks but this is the best i could ever get and i'm not going to be i'm not desired this person is the only person that wants me um and like if i leave it's it's this or be alone and i die alone and like for whatever reason whatever you're being told or whatever it's just the alternative is feels so much worse than this temporary abuse you're taking right and the other thing is i i mean it a lot of it is sex i'd say because it's that that is much more difficult to get as right. uh, as men you know what i mean mm-hmm. like to <clears throat> to get a girlfriend and the whole sex thing like we you, we got to put in groundwork too we got to you know it takes a lot of work to convince a woman to spend time with us and then somehow trick her into thinking we're worth her time <laughs> let alone like on a consistent basis like we we don't just it you know we, we don't just put our pictures on tinder and then watch the inbox fill up all right um so it takes a lot and then again like that foundation you've built and constructed and right it's just it's like it's the word you used before which is just it's investment it's mm-hmm. it's it's the investment you used and obviously in the beginning sex is awesome it's just it's it's just a, a primal physical thing but after a while like you know maybe you got off it the first time it becomes this very emotional connecting um thing especially if it's with someone you love and especially after a long run of time it just gets more and more and more and more of that right. way mm-hmm. again this is just from a guy in a long-term relationship with a girl which was the question um i'm not saying women don't feel this way i'm just answering this side side of the coin yeah it becomes like dude i don't i don't want to if i leave this and i have to like oh yeah find it again and reconnect you know the awkward thing again and you kind of have to find yourself again too because you've lost yourself uh, yeah lost yourself you lost your individuality yeah yeah mostly you're you're not like bob you're like Betty's Bob, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You're, you've been molded. You've been, you've changed yourself, not in a bad way. I mean, for me, it was bad, but 
you you change yourself in a way to fit into a relationship you make compromises you you adjust to their lifestyle they adjust to your lifestyle um and when you're on your own again you're just a, a raw jigsaw puzzle and you kind of mm-hmm. have to mold yourself back into something that is is tangible and that is acceptable and will somehow fit again with someone else's puzzle right. piece exactly and like it's it's just doing that all over like now I have to kiss differently. Mm-hmm. I have to. I have to taste dress differently. Di- dress differently. Like, yeah, my work hours are different. Like, what if I? What if this? If you have a cat or a dog, maybe the person doesn't like cat or dogs or or allergic. Are <laughs> you right? Or like sexual preferences, dating preferences, food preference. Like, you just have to. Start, it's all that stuff all over again. It's just like, and the longer you're in this toxic, manipulative, horrible relationship. You're like, well, but it's been five years, six years, seven years, like right. starting over. And then I forgot what the phenomenon's called, but it's that whole thing of like, you feel like if you stop, you've lost that year or those two, three years, whatever. And it's all been a waste and you don't want it to be a waste. You don't want it to be all for nothing. You want it. You need that happy ending because then that completes the story. And if it just ends and you're like, okay, so I just wasted the last three years of my life or two years right. of my life or whatever it was. I forgot what that phenomenon's called. Yeah, all those I think is is why men stay. Not that it's wise, but because w- women also have, I'm assuming, women have the same reasons in terms of like, sometimes a woman doesn't know she's in a bad relationship or sometimes... Uh, she does know but there's that whole investment thing and i think one of the main differences between the two is that like a man is like dude i don't want to like be physically alone you know what i mean or whatever whereas that's not really a concern for a woman right because i mean even a woman who's been married for five years still has has guys like just circling waiting for that window to open you know sure um whereas so, so i think between the two genders that's that that's one of the bigger differences between the two mm-hmm. um but, but all three of those reasons are what, what i would yeah I, I, so yeah i agree with you in terms of uh those things the worst is the one is that first one you're talking about where you just don't realize it yeah i, I think so too I, I mean because once you start realizing and you start peeling away those layers of manipulation you're like fuck man what was i thinking like and you I, feel embarrassed you feel so oh, stupid absolutely i felt yeah, because everyone's because it's not your fault, dude. I mean, like it's no. like you're not the bad guy. The other person is, but you feel like, especially as a man, they'll be like, "Really, you you fell for that? You're yeah. so smart. I thought you were this." Da, 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 da. You feel like if you tell your story, you're gonna lose respect of everyone, right. and you're just and then which just makes you feel more like shit. Yeah, embarrassment was a huge, huge fallout from that. Absolutely. And like, also, I would hear things from my family after the fact, too, that like, she would kind of um, gatekeep me from my family to, for, I don't know did. why. Oh, yeah. Like, my dad would call, like, because I, I, you know, in most serious relationships, who's the planner? The wife. Right, the, the wife. Yeah. You know, yeah. they they just, they handle it, you know? Go! I, I just go. I, what do I wear? Pants or shorts? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is not a good jacket. Okay, what color? Okay, let's do it. Let's go. Grab okay, the keys. Let's go. 
Yeah. Do yeah. I need cash or do I need my credit card? What, what are we doing here? You know. <laughs> um, but like she would, uh, my my family would say, "Oh yeah, I'm going to Oceanside, um, which is like 20 minutes from Irvine, not not that far, a lot closer than Palm Springs." Yeah, and they were just going to visit for the weekend or whatever, and they they wanted to drop by or have dinner with us or whatever, and uh, she would just kind of bat it away and say, "Oh no, we're busy. We're we're doing things. We have plans. We're just fucking watching Walking Dead." by ourselves like nothing is going on yeah that's 100 percent isolating you to keep you from yeah i didn't know she did that i thought i thought she was doing that with your friends well that too wow yeah so i understand this question all too well <laughs> how long but i mean it, it probably what was it what was the day when you felt free of the shackles i'll say like was there a day where you're you know like like were you you, you know you, you're in your boat in the sea and you look back and you saw that storm and you're like wow i escaped that holy mm-hmm. shit like wh- when was that day um i don't think it was a specific day it was more of a because i mean there was many layers that were peeled away even after the fact, like a year after the fact, that was like, Jesus Christ. Now I have to go get tested. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, fuck, dude. Um, I didn't really fully feel like I escaped from it until well after the fact. Um, just kind of putting my psyche back together. So it took you about a year or so, huh? I would say, yeah. Even though I was in a very committed relationship pretty quickly afterwards, um, I still had like a, just an open wound that needed to heal in my mentality, you know. But, uh, I mean, my wife currently definitely helped heal that very quickly. I mean, a year is pretty quick to, to kind of recover from a nine-year relationship. Yeah, Yeah, especially one that went that way and ended with what she the way it did yeah 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 that's a pretty big uh missile hole in the hull of the boat there <laughs> like yeah that's a big one i mean i think once i got to a certain mindset um i was able to say okay this is the direction i want to go afterwards and i just pursued it i didn't i didn't stray from that that pursuit and uh what, what do you mean i think that was uh, that I wanted to get back out there and I didn't want to be alone. I wanted to be in a relationship. I I knew exactly what I wanted from my next relationship and I made it happen. How long did you wait until you like went, Hey, by the way, uh, this is everything that I'm dealing with, with my ex. Was that like date two kind of <laughs> thing or, um, <laughs> well, I did admit in our first phone conversation before we even met that I was going through a divorce and I got my ass chewed out. <laughs> Why? Well, not, that's good. That's good. Angrily, to... It's, but it's, it's, um, it was more of a, you should have been fucking applaud. You know how many guys don't even mention, by the way, I'm still married, but we're just separated until like year two. <laughs> like you saying that before you even meet is huge. What, what was wrong? Well, and that's that. That's the thing is that, she just wanted to be sure of herself that she's not entering a back and forth relationship. 
Oh, so she was worried that you were still kind of hung up. On... She was defending herself, basically. She was just safeguarding safeguarding her own perspective, you know, which is fine. Had she been in a, in a situation like that before? I'm sure, you know. So she just didn't want to be just in the natural middle. porcupines spines in the air. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a defense mechanism, which I totally respected. Like it kind of made me like her even more. <laughs> I got spikes in my face, but she's hot. <laughs> so, so, sweet. Once I wiped the blood out of my eyes, I could see. <laughs> uh, so she knew very early, like, most of it, you know. And then as we kind of started dating more, I kind of explained more of what happened and why it was ending. And because, you know, of course you want to know how, like, why why aren't you married yet? Or why why are you divorcing? What happened? You know, what... Right, caused right. that break what was so detrimental that you wanted to end a life commitment right so i i layered it into her and told her exactly what was happening and as i was kind of figuring it out myself so and she appreciated all that plus i mean i know this is kind of weird silver line to go by but like your story from her perspective, not mm. not you, but from her perspective is kind of the best possible scenario right <laughs> like like if if I was if I was dating a girl, she's like, by the way, I'm going I'm going through a divorce, and I'm like, why? What happened? She's like, uh, I cheated on him and fucked five of his coworkers. I'm like, oh, okay, great. But if she says he cheated on me, right, and stole my car and emptied my bank, like if she was the one that didn't do anything wrong, I'm like, okay, I feel more comfortable going forward because, you know, right. So considering. How, again, not from your perspective, because that just sucks. <laughs> but from her perspective, it's kind of like, well, it's 50-50 shot. What happened? And then it ended up you're the good guy. So, Oh, so to just kind of wrap it up, um, the, the, the final answer was... I didn't know. Because <laughs> we're dumb. <laughs> we're just dumb. Yeah. I, I think it's more... It's not like it's not like you see a woman and you just all you see is a bear trap and you're like eh, let's risk it you know no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I, I i like no no one no one is gonna willingly yeah you know what, another thing is like i think that mentality that you just said the whole like bear trap thing mm -hmm. i i actually think that's more of a female trait i think women where they are more likely they try to like save they the, go, the, the, i can fix yeah, they can fix the jerk yeah right right like i it's a bear trap but i i got some wd-40 and a screwdriver i i think i think i can turn that into a toaster like something nice and warm i think, I think it's just misunderstood you know right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's that. a bear trap for bad bears but i'm a good bear right <laughs> but yeah but i think that's 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 something that women do a, a little more often men yeah. don't usually go into a relationship going i can fix her like we don't you know yeah not as often as women i would say not that i'm aware of or no anybody that i know uh, all right, look, we're gonna do. We're just gonna go to the next question. <laughs> I 
Um, okay, so uh, question two comes from from Jay. Uh, she asks, "Do men really not see all these scars when we take our clothes off?" Uh, I want to know that answer. And I think she's referring to like stretch marks and scars from like just getting older, cellulite, having kids, things like that. Yeah, so she just wants to know from a guy's perspective, do we really not see it or do we really not care? Well, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> not a great start, Ken. It's not I'm a great start. have to cut this let short. Let me, let me just clarify. Okay. <laughs> If you're asking me specifically, no, it doesn't matter at all. If I like you, if I'm into you, the physicality is like 25% of it. It's not, you know what I mean? It's not the defining factor of why I'm with somebody. Mm -hmm. So, no, for me, no. But if she's asking generalized, like for all men, it depends on the situation where... If they are their intention is just a physical relationship, then uh, you know a physical representation is going to reflect their opinion. So to them, maybe, probably, because that's their intent. But if their intent is for relationship, then it shouldn't matter. So would you say maybe the length of the relationship has a big uh, influence? Absolutely. On that, yeah. So, like, let's say you were with somebody for five years, you had kids, and she has stretch marks everywhere from having your kid. And then, you, like, you can't, you can't be, like, yeah, you can't be angry or, or, or disgusted yeah. by that. Like, it's You not, did this to her. <laughs> this is your fault. This you, is your you, fault. You, you made that bed of, of stretch marks, you know? Like, <laughs> it's... All right, so maybe we don't refer to women as a bed of stretch marks. Cause... <laughs> of course. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah, it, it's... It depends. Uh, for me, no, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I don't. Um, I, I remember <clears throat> some of my exes like almost getting mad at me because I wouldn't acknowledge the stretch marks. Right. And, and, and the thing yeah. is, like, like you don't understand. I, I don't see them. Like, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I guess if you want to point that, that I'm like, okay. It's, to me, it's a line, dude. I don't. I don't. It's not an imperfection, like you right. know what I mean. Like I don't. It's not a. I don't know. It, it, it's 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 like you are you are you are you are you. Like that you're you're you. That's it. That mm -hmm. that's all there is to it. And in fact, like if if you vanished for a week and spent time with the plastic surgeon and and fixed and uh, quote certain things and got rid of things and you came back, I I would almost be like it would feel weird like mm. who are you like this is not you you're you're different you, i don't know it's 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 weird it's it's i think basically if, if you're with some a guy who's especially a guy who loves you uh first of all look at a guy's body all right we are not attractive right there's we're not we're not the uh, aesthetic beautiful half of the human race okay that's the women <laughs> so like we're not really the, we have no nothing to talk about no you don't see a bunch of women for centuries writing poems about a man's body right, right. um but uh yeah we, we, we I, I don't unless you're ryan Gosling, then you know fuck you <laughs> right 
and fuck those guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, it's really weird what love does to. Well, here's the thing. It's not even, you. it's not even just love. Uh, it can be, you can look at somebody and on paper, you can map out their face. They're perfectly symmetrical. But if they're a shitty person, for me, I wouldn't find them attractive at all. That, but that's that. I, I I'd marry her. <laughs> and, and, and it's like that. She might as well just. That that's a wedding vow right there. If she says "fuck you," <sighs> but that's perception, you know. So it, it's, yeah. it's individual perception. Uh, I I don't know. For me, like I said, it, it, physicality is probably twenty five percent to me. Here here's what I'll say. I have never, 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 ever, ever in my long 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 life had heard any guy or have have had any of my male friends in at any point in my life from my teenage years to my college 20s to my college 30s to just any point i've never had a guy tell me or complain to me about a scar or a stretch mark or anything about a woman he's been with ever never, never. i've never been like Dude, fucking, you know, you know, Becky, uh, yeah, the, up in accounting, yeah, we we were just about to get it on, dude, like, we, we you know, we went to the bar, we had drinks, we came back, we're good, and then she took off her, her, like, dress, I'm like, is that a stretch mark? And I left, bro, I fucking left. <laughs> that doesn't happen. It I doesn't happen. It never, we don't, look it. Even if it's the worst sex in our life, it's still the best thing we would be ever be doing at that moment in the universe. There's nothing. It's still the number one thing on our list we could ever be doing. We don't give a fuck about a scar from a surgery, a stretch mark for this, or or a wrinkle, or a, I don't care. Don't care. I don't care. I've never. I'm I'm sure, like you said, I'm sure there are sure super superficial chads and tyrones that are like that out there like there's always anomalies but just from my anecdotal evidence i've never heard of any male co-workers any male teachers any male friends parents any strangers at all the parties any 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 of my own personal friends my brother's friends any you you and i've never heard of a single guy complain about a woman's stretch marks or scars or anything like that well that also speaks to the circle of people that you interact with as well because they're just not they're just not dickheads in that regard you know or <laughs> i don't know anybody <laughs> and you are my only friend it's all about wordplay right yeah semantics <laughs> semantics fucking semantic bastard semantics. <laughs> i'm changing my username to that <laughs> Continuing our questionnaire with Manly Man Ken here. Question three comes from C. I'm pretty sure it's C. Um, how does one go about learning how to date casually after two serious relationships that ended quickly? Mm. 
going away from the sentence structure. What I think she's trying to say is that she had two serious relationships back to back, and now she wants to just kind of just not have a serious again. relationship and then just kind of date around. But she's not in the habit of that, I guess. So she's wondering how to do that. Careless? Alcohol? <laughs> Alcohol? <laughs> Walk outside? You're a female, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Uh, make a Tinder account. Wait 17 seconds and your inbox will be full. <laughs> Go through. The, just swipe left on people that you wouldn't. Swipe right on the top 10%. Where do you feel like eating that night? Pick that guy. Pick me. Yeah. <laughs> so from, yeah, from a practical standpoint, I'm, it's it's pretty easy. But I have a feeling she's asking like emotionally. Yeah. I guess the, I think I guess the real question, like the subtext of the question, is how do I not get emotionally attached while right. dating? I think mm-hmm. that's really what the question is. Alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it depends on like topics you bring up while you're on a date or what kind of dates are you selecting or I mean that's kind of hard to answer from a guy's perspective because uh, that's the default mode <laughs> <laughs> put a penis on and you're fine <laughs> yeah it's really weird because most of the questions go the other way the other like, way, hey, right? I've been casual for so long. How do I get into a serious relationship? You very How rarely do I make hear, it work. right? I've been in multiple serious relationships. How do I just fuck around, right? And I, it, I don't know if that's the intent, uh, or, or casually meaning I like pen pals. Like, I, I, I don't know the scale. There's uh, a lot of lonely people in prison who could just use some, <laughs> some reading material, and that could be casual, you know. I, I don't know. Casual is, is a very generic. Yeah, it, it feels like it feels like everyone's default mode is just to casually date and then build mm-hmm. the seriousness. But I wonder if that's because we're looking at it as men, mm-hmm. and so a serious relationship doesn't really come into our mind. Because the first thing that ha- first of all, the first what 10, 11, whatever years of our lives, like girls are cooties. Right, R- pull their hair, run away, you know, whatever. Screen, make make fun of them, whatever. But then, like, the first big change that happens to us, we don't get an injection of romance into our hearts, dude. That's not. That's, no. no, the first thing it's I wanna hump all <laughs> of it. That's the. Fr- it's not our fault, dude. It's the. It's a chemical reaction. Dude, it's biology, and we just get mm-hmm. flooded with this hump everything chemical. Mm-hmm. We just get overloaded with it. So, our the our very first introduction to quote unquote relationships is is that casual spread the seed mentality that's just in all of the blood of all males. That it just is. It's, it's not a social construct thing. It's not a patriarchy thing. It's not a toxic masculinity thing. It's in males and it's in all male animals dude fish birds drafts yep. lions 100 so it's so, so we kind of see it as like dating casually well that's just that's your original state right just climb back down to the to the lobby right because usually you usually 
want to evolve into getting this relationships. I mean, maybe she feels like she wasted her time with two serious relationships by diving into a quick too quickly and like latching on and giving them like a benefit of the doubt. I'm just highly speculating. Yeah, so maybe, so maybe the question is, how do I take more time before I get serious? Before you land into one, yeah. Not to like completely omit serious relationships, but how do I spread it out more to like not jump on the first relationship I see or you see? Right, right. So as guys, we're we're, we're thinking of the question from like that perspective when she's really kind of asking, how do I? take more time before i get serious yeah all right well then let's answer that what would we say how should a woman well definitely just keep uh keep phases um in that first phase of like not moving into um being exclusive or um because once you go exclusive that's that's a commitment it's a phase change it's you're starting that process of going into a serious relationship so just don't go into that phase until you you kind of you know understand a few people that you've been talking to or dating and then kind of make your decision from there it, it's not that you're not stringing them along because that's that's just dating process period um and you shouldn't feel if you know, again highly speculating you shouldn't feel that you should just jump at that next phase with the first person you are with um even though it might be awkward and you might hurt them and maybe she's afraid to like break up or 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 have that conversation of like look it's not working out (laughs) it's a lot of factors to think about this question specifically yeah i i mean i would say what's the word i'm looking for uh restraint or discipline Mm -hmm. yeah if 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 you know that you're a habitual serial monogamist and you just jump into these deep dedicated you know exclusive relationships to another one and they keep ending because you find out a year later two years later oh i made a mistake at the very very beginning Mm -hmm. i should have dated a little i think once you learn that lesson and you know, if you, first of all, if you're asking this question, then you've learned the lesson. You're just yeah. asking how to apply the lesson. So it sounds like you know that you should take more time understanding someone, learning about them, um, how you fit, what doesn't fit, what doesn't work. And potentially learning more about themselves too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like seeing how your love language changes from from person to person if it stays the same if you're compatible with them because sometimes things may click for what's the you know the honeymoon phase things click mm-hmm. for about a month two right. months and then you find out oh you don't want kids you know down the line or, or yeah there's something incompatible down the line so i think once you realize that you've made that mistake a few times it just comes down to setting timelines and discipline so you could say no no matter what do not be exclusive with anyone for i don't know say three months while but while while dating them nothing right and then stick to that and after three months you may be surprised like oh shit, i already know more about this person 
than I did with the with the previous two. And after three months, you, it might not worked out, and you, you'll be like, "Oh shit! I, it's a good thing I waited three months because." Can you imagine if we got serious at, after month one, and, they, and here we are? We know what worked out. So maybe set some sort of like schedule or timeline or kind of just self-discipline of like, you know, wait this long before I do this, and then after this, okay, wait this long before whatever sex or we move in together or whatever your next bar is right yeah i I agree with all that um definitely like setting up those timelines and um i would highly recommend because i don't know how how much time you spent between those two serious relationships maybe 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 you've um changed yourself and you haven't really realized it so i would definitely self-evaluate yourself and kind of figure out what you want from a relationship and maybe not even not maybe not even relationships what do you want out of life and kind of coincide that with your future process of finding a partner because i mean if if something isn't compatible with your partner maybe you just didn't know what you wanted until later on as well and you were kind of figuring out as you go i mean we all are but mm. there's there's certain things that you kind of have concrete knowledge or, or ideas that you definitely are going to do or want to do and you just kind of have to make sure those those line up with whoever you meet up with like kids and where you're going to live and career choices and stuff like that because you're yeah yeah i mean you're changing a lot so it just sounds most people who, who go from those big bomb relationships from one to another that are super exclusive things like that they're not lonely or desperate but they 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 feel more comfortable and safe in right. a lockdown relationship which is fine which is fine nothing wrong with that um but if it keeps going wrong then something's happening in the very beginning that sets the trajectory off just a little bit in the beginning and you don't realize how off it is until down the line so maybe even um when when you do start dating again maybe change up how you date you know change up the questions you ask change up how much information you you release too like maybe don't tell them everything all at once either yeah Ch- just if if, in, if the if the beginning of the relationship of your relationships are are where things went too fast or things might have gone wrong maybe change that part change how you date in the very beginning go go slower go to different places ask different questions learn about them in a different way from a different mm-hmm. angle and and like 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 you said like just say less or say more or mm-hmm. s- say something different just change it up because obviously what you did before didn't work and uh, not that it's all your fault that it, that it went wrong but you you can only pull the levers that you have right So we are going to do poll the internet with Ken here. Uh, we're all going to ask him a bunch of questions and he takes a guess on which answer does he think more people answered. So let's get started here. And I have not read these questions. These are face down. So I'm just going to hold on, put these back in the box. Hold on. Okay. Sorry. I may have dropped the box. All right. So here we go. Poll question one. 
Would you rather be able to eat only cream cheese or only ketchup? This is, is this international polling or United States? This is, inter, uh, it just asked the internet. So I guess this would be technically international. Mm. And then tell me your answer after you guess what other people say. So either only eat cream cheese or only eat ketchup? Yep. Like as a, okay. No, just, just it. Just. That's your diet? Is that, that's all you eat? Yep. (laughs) Fucking kill me. Jesus. (laughs) Dude, both sound fucking awful. (laughs) I'll tell you, it's close, dude. It's close. It's not, it's not a run or landslide either way. Oh, either one, you're going to be puking your guts out and shitting your brains out. Uh, Cream cheese. Yeah. 56% of readers chose cream cheese. I mean, it's the lesser of two evils of of only diet. Of Yeah, I don't like cream cheese and I like ketchup, but cream cheese at least feels like there's more substance in it. (laughs) Kind of, I guess. Uh, Okay, pull the internet. Would you kill a random hobo to get to get to fuck Kate Upton? Yes. Fifty-seven percent of people said yes. <laughs> so that means What's the alternative. Homeless, I mean, if you're a homeless person, don't be near Kate Upton. <laughs> Would you rather always have the hiccups or always have a headache? Oh, Jesus Christ! I feel like I have both of those often. Um. Hiccups. Yep, sixty-five percent chose hiccups. That seems more manageable. I mean, it would hurt your diaphragm, but it does. <laughs> but a headache—I'm—I'm I'm broken if I have a headache. I can't drive. Yep. I, it, yep. Yeah. Would you put your kid in a gorilla pit for fifty thousand dollars? No. Seventy-three percent said no. That means who were the fucking twenty-seven percent? 20- <laughs> What the fuck? Alright. Maybe they're like grown up and their kid at this point is like a 25 year old piece of shit and they're like, yeah, fuck Craig. (laughs) Or little Jimmy is actually like a zookeeper. (laughs) (laughs) Can you use use a gift card on a first date? Ooh. No. Absolutely not. 61% said no. (laughs) Wow, I never thought about that. That's cheap bastards man dude that's there's nothing okay so there's nothing ethically wrong about it and honestly if i was on a first date and the, and the girl used it i would find it endearing i'd be like that's cute like that's i, I would i wouldn't hold that against her at all but as a man there is no way in hell i'm whipping out there's no fucking yeah. way um would you rather wake up in the middle of the night to see a massive dude has broken into your house or to see a ghost ghost 77% chose a ghost. I would choose a massive dude because I would fucking I can do something about that. Well, a ghost? Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Why a ghost? You can't I'm, do it. I'm just I'm bewildered. I want to see it. I've never seen it. So oh my. Oh. I've never seen a big burly dude break into my house either, but But at least you could like shoot him or call the police on him or do something but like a go a go. did you not dude, play pt dude i'm five six and 180 pounds i'm not doing anything <laughs> but at least you could lock your you could lock yourself in the room right but you can't deal I with mean, the ghost ghost would just be like <laughs> right through your door 
That'd be it, do it doesn't say what the ghost does. It doesn't say it's going to kill you. It doesn't say... That's true. It could be that Ghostbuster ghost. That just say hi and off fucking... fucking Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Or that, yeah. <laughs> also doesn't say it's with the massive guy. All right. <laughs> it doesn't say what the big I guess we're, we're in agreement a ghost is a ghost. Is a ghost. <laughs> what if the big man is fucking Santa Claus? What Damn if the it. ghost is a ghost of Kate Upton? Then... <laughs> Alright, alright. Good job, 77% of readers. Uh, would you rather have your girlfriend's hair or she has your hair? <laughs> I don't know, man. I got some pretty nice hair. <laughs> Ask Steph this question see what she's... I will, actually. <laughs> um, does that mean hairstyle or like the yeah. physical like type of hair? Yeah, like if you were doing a character and you okay. just put the template of your hair on her head or vice versa. I think I would take her hair. Yeah, 83% chose A. I would have my girlfriend's hair. Because you could just cut it and put it down. Yeah. yeah. For $3,000, would you get your face photoshopped into a gay porno? <laughs> no. That answer was actually 50-50. Oh, my God. 50% <laughs> of people said yes, which means, yeah. They, they need money. <laughs> <laughs> or they are also gay and they're cool with it. Right. Would you rather throw up anytime someone says McDonald's oh. or B, wear a fedora for the rest of your life and if anybody asks you about it, you have to say, I like the way it looks. <laughs> I think I would take the fedora. Yeah. At least that's not going to burn you. 67% chose A. Wow. Wow. <laughs> uh. Alright, as someone who just lost his voice from throwing up a few weeks ago, I would choose B. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Definitely. If any time you wanted to eat an animal, you had to kill it yourself, would you still eat meat? Yes. 100%. 70% said yeah. None of those people who have fished. They said no. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, I, I've, you know, I've never raised a cow and slaughtered it, no, but uh, I have eaten game you know yeah or hunted Rabbit. down a wild pizza <laughs> and then it was pretty good would you rather be able to throw 105 miles an hour or dunk since i'm pretty short i would that'd be cool to dunk it'd yeah be fucking same. impressive yeah 58 percent chose throw 105 miles an hour which is weird because if you throw it that's not really impressing anybody but like no, baseball enthusiasts yeah but if you dunk a fucking basketball, that's <laughs> everyone at the 24-hour fitness, dude. And what's, definitely your girl. What's the NBA standard for height on a on a, a hoop? Uh, 10. Dude, yeah, I can jump double my size? Yes. I would, <laughs> yes, yeah. 100%. Because you could apply that to many things. Or not many exactly. things. You could, do yeah. it to, you could apply that to other things. You, you yeah. throw a ball fast. Cool guy. And here's the thing. Okay, I can throw a ball fast, right? But I probably peak out at like 78 or something like that. Maybe seven, mid, low to mid 70s or something like that. And, and they're not saying accurately either. That's true. That's true. You know? So it's not like you could just immediately immediately play for the, you know, major league. So, But like if I throw a, a, a bar, you know, baseball as fast as I can, and then did one run after that at 105, you'd be like, oh, cool. <laughs> right. Like you wouldn't, okay. But if I was like, check this out. And I just dunked on, like, oh my god. It's so much more impressive. Um, would you rather be half your height or double your weight? Ah, uh, Jesus. 
I'd, I'd double my weight. I wouldn't be any shorter. 60% of people chose weight. Yeah. That's the thing, because at least weight, you can manage and do something about it. Sure. Height is you have right now. Should you lock a dog out of your room when you're having sex? No. 81% people said yes. Why? They're not going to tell anyone. <laughs> I mean, why else do you have the peanut butter in there? <laughs> Who's going to clean up this mess? Who's going to clean up? Not her. She's done. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't want to be exclusive for three months, so. She's already out. <laughs> Wait, would you give Would you give up one inch of your dick for six inches of height? Or six inches of height for one inch of your dick? <laughs> huh. Do I have to choose one? <laughs> you just have to choose what other people said. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, uh, I... I, mm, I think people said. Basically, would you rather have, would you rather be, would you rather be half a foot taller or an inch longer? Well, really you also good. lose an inch too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taller. yeah. Literally, yeah. I think people picked taller. They chose A, which was, I would give up. Yeah. To be taller. Yep. Yeah. yep, they gave up one inch of their little boy to get half a foot taller. Would you would you have sex with a dead person? Oh my <laughs> What question is this? Would you have sex with a dead person for five minutes if you get your laundry done and folded magically for the rest of your life? Dang. There's that Kate Upton ghost. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. <laughs> I'm okay with folding. That's fine. Because here's the thing. It if you can catch some serious shit from sleeping with a corpse. I mean, it also didn't say how long it's been dead. Ugh. Could okay. have just like it she just maybe just had a, a heart attack in her sleep. Like, like still warm. One minute yeah. ago. One minute God. ago. I don't know why I'm trying to justify this scenario. I really I don't know what I'm doing. You're a debater. You're just <laughs> you're you're looking at all the uh, all the different avenues of that question. <laughs> Necrophiliac. <laughs> avenues um which is worse the people who clap during a movie or the people who clap when an airplane lands um well the captain can hear you clap when you land so the people that clap at a movie theater are worse i've actually in all my plane flights i've never experienced people clapping when i landed then you haven't lived <laughs> you, you go back outside sir <laughs> no because like if it's a premiere sure fucking clap because all of them are there right right but although i, I did clap at Endgame, like in like in the middle of the scenes like when oh Catherine, yeah. yeah yeah but that's more like you're hyped up it wasn't like a okay. yeah, standing yeah. ovation you know right throwing flowers at the screen <laughs> Bravo. 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 <laughs> i'm gonna do it at the end of the mario movie <laughs> just throwing meatballs at the screen <laughs> just sticking and they just like slowly slide down with the sauce instead of throwing rice it's fennel <laughs> would you take four million dollars to be caught on to catch a predator oh no. what no yeah 64 percent said no no dude that's the end of your life that's yeah. the end of your life what no is jerking off to webcam girls cheating hmm I think it depends on your partner. Uh, you know I'm going to add a zip up 
sound right here effect right in the podcast. I'm just gonna add like right after your hmm. Hmm. Zip. <laughs> Not at all. Um, eighty-two percent of people said no. Yeah, that, that, that makes sense. <laughs> would, you, would you rather? Would, this is a great. I love the how this is phrased. Would. I really wish you could have re- you could read this because I would want you. <laughs> Actually, hold on. I'm gonna send this to you, and I want you to read this question. All right. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> would you rather A. Sit on a cake and eat a dick, or B. Sit on a dick and eat a cake? <laughs> Depends on the flavor of the dick. And the size of the cake. The girth of the cake matters. <laughs> Be careful I'm sitting on here. <laughs> yeah, most people chose B, dude. What? 54% were females answering, right? It's like, do you really like dick or do you really like cake? Like, <laughs> which one swayed you in that direction? 54% chose B, sit on a dick and eat a cake. Wow. <clears throat> Uh, would you rather burp the sound of a gong or sneeze the sound of a bowling strike? <laughs> Can I have both? One <laughs> percent of readers chose both. It was Ken, dude. <laughs> and the bo- the bowling strike is is the uh, the the wee bowling sound. <laughs> Every time you sneezed. <laughs> Holy shit. 55% of readers chose B. All right, we'll do three more here. I mean, it's just, you know, flip a coin. All right, so these are specifically questions to you. Would you rather date a nine with a really annoying voice or a four with the sexiest voice ever? Or the sexy voice. Nice, nice. Because, like, Sofia Vergara, she's not attracted to me because of her voice. Oh, uh, the modern family? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, man, it's all, it's all in my head perception would you rather a this is asking you ken would you rather a have the ability to drink with no hangover b be able to pull any girl at a bar or c become friends with joe pesci a that would pretty much make you a god (laughs) i already pulled the woman i want from a bar boom oh oh, boom the god speaks Would you jerk LeBron James off for all of his athletic ability? <laughs> what? I mean, no. It'd be horrific five minutes. <laughs> Mary, fuck, kill. Lisa Turtle, Kelly Kapowski, Jesse Spana. Hold on. I want to make sure I get this right. What was her last? What was Lisa's last name? Uh, Lisa Turtle. Turtle. Uh, the black shopaholic. Right, right. One that Screech was weirdly obsessed with. And it was Jesse was the tall one, right? Yeah, Jesse was the tall, nerdy. Alright, kill Jesse. Hmm. That's hard. Fuck Kelly, marry Lisa. Okay, okay, okay. Would you rather be the best looking dude in the world or able to read minds? Read minds. 
Yeah, it's pretty easy. Yeah. But <clears throat> is your mind reading ability at will, or is it just constantly being... Oh, kind of like uh, What a Woman Wants, that Mel <laughs> yeah. Gibson movie? Yeah, I wouldn't want that. If your mom and your girlfriend switched bodies and the oh, Jesus, and the only way to get them back to normal was to bang one of them, which one would you fuck? Wait, oh, <laughs> oh, god. And this is the, that. That's the final question. <laughs> that is the final question. <laughs> so, if you bang your wife with your mom's body. You're forever scarred. Forever. And then if you bang your mom with your wife's body, she'll know for the rest of your life and your her life that that happened. That's fucked up, dude. See, I'm presuming they both would know because they're both cursed like this and they also both know that what, what the solution is. That it happened? Well, yeah. no, no, they would know the result, but not the experience. Because if you, because if you chose your wife's body, your wife, when she came back to her body, would say, "Wow, you fucked your mom." You imagine if we were high? <laughs> this would be a much longer podcast. <laughs> We'd still be on question one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I plead the fifth. <laughs> Probably just do what you gotta do and plead the fifth is probably the best uh 